All right, good evening and thank you for joining us on Football Extract with yours truly, Jerry Okuma, the Jays on the radio on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. As you all know, Football Extract is inspired by Top Football Talk Sport and Strictly that Football Program that we do here every Wednesday ah, by 5 p.m. So thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out um, to me. always uh, make it a date with us on Football Extract. I'm live, I'm live here on Empire Radio. I'm not alone in the studio. I have a... Uh, Ah <laughs> uh, man, I have men in the studio. I don't even know how we want to do the show today, but then we'll do the show. You guys know how we do, eh? <laughs> and on this show of football extras, there are no rules. There are no rules. <laughs> there are no rules. So I think this time around, I'll just allow them to introduce themselves and um, we'll just start um, the program proper. Um, first on the MRC, uh, my brother to the left. Um, how you doing, sir? Welcome to Football Extra. What's your name, sir? Greetings, <laughs> Jeremiah. And, uh, greetings to the guy in the outside. Greetings <laughs> to our esteemed listener, Tom. You know, it's, it's good, you know, to be in this uh, room with these gentlemen, and uh, mm. you know, mm. that today surely promises to be interesting and exciting. Mm-hmm. My only fear is at the end of the day, because of, uh, the, I mean, because those of us that are here, you know, the majority of us tend to be supporting one football club. <laughs> I hope that will not be tired. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll create a balance. Don't worry about that. <laughs> also, joining us on set is uh, my brother today. Um, is he left or middle? <laughs> um, welcome. How are you doing? Your name, please. Yeah, thank you very much. My name is um, Adeboy Adida, popularly known as Opta Boy. Naso. I, I, I greet everybody at home, those listening to us, and every person here in the studio. I greet you all. All right, welcome, Opta Boy. Um, Opta Boy. <laughs> Alright, good to have you on set. Alright, my brother today. This one I worry you. This one a gangster. Welcome, how you doing? Your name, please. <laughs> Kudos to him. 
and um, it's always a pleasure to have him on set. Finally, uh, that funny voice you heard, yeah. Now lie you. Now like they go collect your phone for night. So they see for you. Don't try and move. They call him um, call me up see. And uh man, he won the Aqua Master of the Year, the banter. So for you to win that title, you know he's always battle ready. He's always trapped, gone ready. And uh, you know he's he's ready to go. She understand. Gone ready, not gone literally. Please forgive me. <laughs> he's always like banter, you know, in the group and all that. So these guys are supreme and I will appreciate them for the rest of my days as far as talk about Talksport is concerned because um, the dream I have for the show, um, they are taking it um, a step, what does 10 steps further because of um, what we do. I mean, the group, it's good to have you guys in the show, um, on, on, on set, sorry. Um, um, welcome. Football season is over. Football season is over. Um, let's start from you, Saint. <laughs> uh, what's your take on the just concluded last season? everything and everything how he started and how he ended you know i'm talking about um, if you can just um, i don't know how you do it right now but if you can just sum everything up you know generally not just chelsea and not just england you know generally you know what stood out for you um what um you know this didn't really what disappointed you you know the teams you were expecting so much for and that didn't um, happen the Bundesliga, the French League won, the Italian Serie even the MPFL, you know, even the Super Eagles, the under 17. What in the just concluded season, what happened? What stood out for you and you know and what you know are you expecting to see going forward, you know, in the just concluded season? You know, the, the, the season as a whole now was a very a very good season and it all started on the wrong foot, most especially for we Chelsea fans. But going, I but told you not to talk about Chelsea. I tried to guide you away from that, but then I understand where you are coming from. But man. All, all in all, I think Man City has been the, the, the team of the season. They've, they've marveled me. Even when at some point we all thought, wow, they might be going under the radar again for this season, but they've picked themselves up. And Mas and Guardiola now has found a way to actually make his ever vulnerable defense look solid. And I think they are the, the most. Solid defense for the second part of the season. Post so World Cup, they deserve to win the, uh, they the treble. To win the, the treble, yes. If anyone uh, should have won the treble, it should have, it should have been Man City, and they done it in an emphatic manner. Which mm. I'm, I'm very happy. But disappointment of the season for me personally. I know for most people might have been shares, but it's for me now. It's Leicester City because we miss their high, high pressing football, their high octane football. Which always caused big, the biggest teams in England. And the fact that they've won the title in the last ten years compared to some teams. And the fact that they've won, not not just the EPL 12 now, they've won the EPL and the FA Cup. And they've been to the quarter final of the Champions League, which some teams can hardly say about. So it's actually very difficult. Be calling the names of these teams, please. Be calling the names. You don't fear anybody else. We all know the names. It's sad that Sugar won't be on the show. Okay, okay. All right. Um, same question apl uh, applies to you, Opsi. Sorry, you guys. Uh, his name is Boboy, uh, but uh, I like to call him Opsi. I'm used to Opsi. So, Opsi, what, what's your same, same question applies to you, though? Um, firstly, I would like to repeat some of my words. Because the last time I was here, I said, um, though Newcastle, they are, they are becoming, they very soon we see, we start seeing them as uh, a big team, a team to reckon with when we come to. England football, mm -hmm. but I said they won't. But they won't make the Champions League. Mm -hmm. So they they did that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the beautiful thing about life is when you get to eat your words. It's not easy. It is never easy. But then hey, 
it takes a lot. It takes it takes a lot for him to, to actually ac um, you know accept um, that okay, um, his shortcomings and you know own up to his um, stuff. So kudos so, to you, so, man. So, it's not easy. Sorry, Bale. So <laughs> what about the AC for Abeg? <laughs> yeah, analyzing everything together, mm -hmm. I, um, the Bundesliga this season would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would have been. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to use to qualify it now. Mm. I don't know what Dortmund did. <laughs> this, they did the Arsenal thing. Um, <laughs> they have a badge. They have a new badge where we have a Tottenham, Arsenal, and Borussia Dortmund all together. So if you want access to that badge, just join the group. We send it to you. It's very easy. Um, so finish up. <laughs> uh, so everything all together it was good, except for my club, actually. <laughs> but we try to manage this season. Mm. All right. Um, yeah. Um, boy, same thing. Same thing applies to you. And um, I'm sure. Are you sure for He's fit to you. <laughs> What's your take on um, the conclude? Um, just conclude the season. Uh, um, anyways, um, you know, as a Manchester United fan, mm -hmm. the joy is there. We have something to show mm -hmm. for this season mm -hmm. compared to some teams that they felt they did very well this season, but mm -hmm. nothing to show for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, well. now so it's well. one of my, it's one of, it's actually one of my best moments this season. And getting to the final of the FA Cup, though we are being beaten by a superior team, let me put it that way. Um, also, seeing Man City, Man City, Man City actually they've been one of the best teams. For, for some time, mm. not I'm not saying the best, but one of the best things. But this season, they really showed what they are made of. Mm. Looking at um, what um, Guardiola did with that team this season, it's it's kind of awesome that most of us were saying that okay, this is actually the goat of all managers, mm. the goat of all managers. Mm. Every league has been to, he has something to show, mm. he has something to show. And um, for my disappointment of the season, my disappointment of the season is not actually Arsenal, but Arsenal is the second disappointment of the season. Like the major disappointment of the season is Dortmund. Yeah. Like Dortmund. Dortmund actually got to this point. They gave them that lifeline. Last yeah, match of the season. Yeah. It, it's 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 so it's so it's so it's so annoying. It's so heartbreaking. It's, it's so heartbreaking. Mm. I didn't expect them to actually drop the title. The bottle, bottle. Bo sorry, bottle the title. Mm. They saying these things well. No, no, they are not winning. Bam, we need. Bam, we need this <laughs> thing. They just have to let yeah, somebody take this yes, thing. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. It's so unfortunate. And um, anyways, I hope next season will be a very good season for them. Anyways. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, of course, um, Desmond, <laughs> you listen to the three guys, and um, of course, would like to hear um, your own your own side of um, the from coin. It was an interesting season, you know, epic. Uh, I mean, full of dynamics from all the major leagues across Europe. You know, uh, I think at the end of the season, you know, nobody saw uh, Barcelona, you know, doing the incredible thing that they did mm -hmm. in the league. You know, at at some point, it, it looked like they were going to go unbeaten, you know. At some point, it looks like they were even going to uh, eclipse the 15 goals considered in a season set by Jose Mourinho, Chelsea 2004. But, uh, but 
at the end of the day, you know, towards the end of the season, it wasn't achievable for them. But then it shows you how strong they were in the league, mm. you know, and uh, Real Madrid were not in any way, you know, close to them. And uh, in our uh, French League One, you know, uh, we saw the opposite of it that appears, you know, were going through there, you know, the even though they won the league by some margins in terms of points, but there was no this real dominance that we, I mean, we've, I mean, we've seen with them over the past, you know, a couple of seasons. Then coming to the English Premier League, the exciting one, you know, uh, a certain team, you know, led for more than 200 days in that week. You know, I mean, we all thought that, I mean, they were going to win the league because when we expected them to even capitulate, mm. they did not. You know, mm. that was how strong. Mm. I mean, and how dominant they were at some point, and that my surprising team in the Premier League and in Europe this season has to be Man City because at some point we were even, I mean, we were even asking question if a certain free scoring Ireland yeah. has in. even made them a weaker side. Yeah. But who thought that they were going to do the uh, treble? I, I mean, the treble. Nobody saw that coming. But when it matters more, that is what separates the big boys. The, I mean. The team with heritage and having heritage doesn't mean that you've been doing it for the past 50 years. Your football heritage can actually start 10 years ago. It, I mean, it's all, I mean, what matters is how you are able to carry yourself, you know, and uh, they came through, the, uh, I mean, they were in blistering form, you know, both in Premier League and in Europe. You know, you don't get to beat Bayern Munich, Real Madrid consecutively, Inter Milan. And don't I, I mean I, I mean I don't pick the best team mm, in the league and that mm. going to the Bundesliga, you know, uh, the most disappointing thing has to be Dortmund, you know. Uh, we know that it was a very uh, close uh, uh, fourth league and uh, when it matters when you have your destiny in your hand and you are not able to achieve the main goal for the season mm. then I mean I don't see how even teams that go relegated will be looking at you mm. and say hey what has this person done yeah, yeah. you know and uh, <laughs> also in uh, I mean in Dutch RDVC you know we saw uh, how Ayas were you know what over a certain flying fan mm. or yeah, you know and yeah. I mean it has been an amazing season and for we shall see fan you know we know how the season <laughs> panel for us it was really really underwhelming in fact mm. at some point I was not even looking forward to watching football because yeah, of the way that yeah. you know Chelsea made the season and for Leicester City like uh, Smarten said nobody saw that coming I mean we are talking about a team that barely missed out on qualification for the Champions League on the last day you know the previous season mm. and all of a sudden for that team have been good footballers in their ranks you know fighting mm. to I mean to stay in the league and uh, at the end of the day you know they didn't achieve that you know I think uh, I mean we are talking about a team that against all us won the league barely seven years ago mm. and you know to go from that uh, stage to now getting back you know to the championship it shows you how underwhelming and I don't see how that how Chelsea underwhelming season can even be that it mm. has to be Leicester the most disappointing mm. team this season. Mm. Mm. Well, um, well, so, so you'll not be as if um, I'm partial. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you guys, so I think let me just quickly drop my team. I think the, the biggest um, one obviously has to be Borussia Dortmund because of how um, Bayern Munich dominated that league and they gave them that lifeline considering what happened with Bayern Munich, the sacking of Julian Nagelsmann and the coming of um, Tom, Thomas Tocco and 
you know, they, they had destiny in their hands as at the last day, win your match is the obvious biggest um, disappointment. I don't know when they will have that opportunity again. And looking at Bellingham, just um, left that team, you know, because they, they are always losing their best. I think um, Guerrero has also joined yeah, Bayern yeah, Munich. Yeah. So they, 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 are, they are always losing their stars and they always find a way to compete anyway. But then, when would they get the opportunity to win another Bundesliga and their 12th attempt, you know, in a Bayern dominated league? So that's the obvious disappointment. But then there are other disappointments, you know. Chelsea, obviously, you know, but then you can make excuses for them, but it's not enough, you know. But then, what excuses? <laughs> biggest, biggest disappointment, biggest disappointment for, for them there. And, um, for, for, for Leicester City, not forgetting Leicester City, um, they, 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 they really, they really, I don't know what happened, and we saw it from the beginning of the season, you know, a very poor Chelsea had to use their men to beat them. That's why I knew they were in trouble, and I, I felt they should have just let um, Brendan Rodgers leave earlier than what, what happened, so uh, he ended up, um, you know, affecting them the wrong way. As for the best teams and what the best things happened this season, I know we cannot look beyond Manchester City, but a lot of good things happened last season. Arsenal stepped up, they stepped up. I'll try not to banter them, so. But then they stepped up, let us say the way it is. Uh, they might have bottled the league, but they stepped up. I'm looking at because um, we didn't expect them to challenge for the title. We're expecting them to go for the top four. Um, Lons, um in the Frank League won, promoted a couple of seasons ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, you know they finished second in the Frank League won. Gave PSG just a point behind PSG. Um, it's a good one. Feyenoord as well, like this one said, um, they did their thing. You know, they did their thing, and also, um, you know, we didn't know what to expect from Man United. They steadied the ship. Ten, ten Hag, kudos must be given to him. You know, and um, of course, Napoli. Why do we have Napoli? Thirty is crazy. The kind of football they played all season under Spalletti and Osimen, our own very own Osimen. <laughs> so it's crazy. It's crazy, right? A lot of good things happen um, in the season, and of course. Um, Getting back to Manchester City, um, I asked this question on Monday. That was not the question of the day, but they somehow managed to make it question of the day on Monday. So I'm going to ask you guys again. Then we'll get to the next um, line of things we want to talk about. Let me start from this one, then we'll go back the way we came. Um, the, on Monday was about um, your take on Man City winning the in Champions League and the treble and all that, and all that for the first time, winning the first time. And, but they ended up being about is Pep Guardiola the good of all managers and Adeboye said it earlier so I'd like to get your take on this Guardiola has he proven himself now that he's the greatest of all time of all creators of all time I'm the same way Lionel Messi proved it this season that he's the greatest of all time of all the greatest of all time it's Pep Guardiola as far as managers go with all due respect to all the legendary managers ever is Pep Guardiola the greatest of all time of all the greatest of all time managers I mean, this thing will always be subjective, and uh, it depends on. I mean, where, I mean, who you are facing your tent with, and how you see football overall. I mean, there's no doubt that uh, Pep Guardiola, you know, has come and changed the dynamics of football and how people look at football and how it is being played. But then you can also say, I mean, you can also say that about other great managers in years past as well. And uh, for me, uh, like I said, it will always be subjective, and uh, there will never be. And I mean, a conclusion to this question, you know, I mean, there will never be a conclusion because there's been great managers over the years. I mean, I heard Otadibo in saying that he has won things, you know, at all the clubs, all the leaders that he has gone to. And, I mean, you can say that about the legendary, yeah, I, I mean, Ancelotti as well, you know, and I, I mean, this is a manager that nobody has even been talking about when it comes, you know, to 
the debate of the greatest manager of all time and this is a manager you know that has over the years he has managed you know great players and uh, his man management has never been in question i mean i mean it's never been in doubt and all of that and he has won things and not even the league he has won champions league you know over the years with multiple clubs and all of that and that for me uh like i said it will be subjective and that uh, for me if you ask me i don't think guardiola is the greatest of all time but then uh the, in fact there there is no even there can never be the greatest of all times in terms of managers you know i mean it is i mean it will always be a difficult one because there i mean there will be no i mean there is no yardstick you know to measure them and i don't think asking that question i mean uh to me i don't think uh i mean he do justice to what he actually does because if we are to bring everything into the equation now it's this it's not just about winning it's the way he won things he dominated he revolutionized football starting from the days at Barcelona heading to Bas- uh, Bayern Munich and now at Man City now a case can be made that um, he has been backed with funds and all that and all that and all that but, but then a lot of managers were backed with funds he didn't they win didn't... all things at I mean he didn't win all things at Bayern Munich and that he has, but he dominated he dominated he dominated it no I mean and he no, got he got no, to the semi-finals he got to the he dominated with Bayern too he just didn't win the Champions League with Bayern Munich that's why we are not saying it the way it is but then it's not as if he was Getting knocked from the, knocked out of the, by Champions League, he was getting knocked out of the semi-finals of the Champions League when he was with Bayern Munich. Players improved under him. Players were posting incredible numbers under him. Messi did wonders under him. His 2011 season, he scored 91 goals in one year. I think that was arguably Messi's best season yes. ever, yeah. Yeah. and that is the goat. Shea, you understand? You know, he won the treble with two different things. He came to England. He, he taught England to farmers. You understand? So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's valid. The question is valid. You understand? So, but like, but then I, I can see what you are saying that um, it is not fair because there's a lot of parameters and people tend to lean towards what is happening right now because what is happening right now is what is in your face. So you tend to lean towards that and forget um, all the great things that great managers have done in the past. She understand. What's the day with Real Madrid? It's no, it's not, it's, no, no, it's unprecedented. She understand. So I understand what you are saying, but then look at all those factors from those managers and look at what Pep Guardiola has done. If it's player development, he has it. Chill. If it's man management, whether we like it or not, he didn't see eye to eye with some players, but he saw eye to eye with some players and those players improved all time. If it's about dominating the leagues that he was in, he did it. If it's about the kind of football that he played, he did it. If it's about winning trophies, he's, he's doing it. So, at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. No, and the question is there. No, if you no. are being forced to answer no. the question with the gun to your head, yeah. Where are you going to be? What, what would be your response? Is it the goat of goat managers? Yes that's the question. <laughs> and now, I, 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 mean, I mean, this is the way I will attack it. I mean, we talked about the brand of, I mean, the brand of football that he plays. And uh, I think Olamile uh, posted something in the group today and said that what is the football opinion? that you think people will i mean football is not played in one way i mean and i mean we just have to accept that part that there is no one dimensional way you know what to play football i mean what is good football to you might actually be boring football to me and uh, me in particular i don't like this brand of tiki taka where you hold possession to yourself for full 90 minutes and your opponent don't get to do I mean anything about it. Fine, it can be said that you use it to your own advantage. But but I don't like it. It is not beautiful to me. You know, I feel that football should be end to end, where two teams, you know, go about each other. And I want to see the tactical side of it. I am not saying that so, is the. Guardiola is not a good manager. No, 
like I said, it's not the go to me because yeah, I mean, if yeah, I, mean, I just want to have oh, your record, okay. I just want to have your record. No, like, no, is not no, the good if we're talking manager. about developing players, there was a certain Sir Alex Ferguson that a certain manager said that you cannot win anything with kids and he went on you know what to win the english premier league you know with kids then i mean why are we not i mean talking about that it developed those players too as well so play, i mean managers have been developing players over the years and we've been seeing it so this thing it will always be subjective when you come with your arguments another person will come to actually I have your record argument. that Guardiola is not the goat of goat manager uh, it's not on record i'm saying it uh, <laughs> now uh, anyway uh, is he the goat of goat managers if yes why if no why <laughs> well this um, this question like actually desmond has said is, is very subjective a lot of people will go back and forth mm. about this question mm. the argument will never end. it will never end it will never end mm. it's just like the ronaldo and messi is messi the goat of goal players is it the we goat? are not talking about wait 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 wait, wait first. okay that's what is messi the goat player of all players we've talked about this <laughs> over the yes, years yes i just want to quickly i, I just want to quickly I, rephrase I, I, is it the goat player I mean, of I, all goat players no, it, it is a dead argument already and that there's Please no that, point i'm very happy no is it the no goat player of all good players i mean we if i'm going about that again i just want to quickly make one reference no no if we are going there we will not focus on the top oh yeah let's move no, on for today boy <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't have time. Anyways, um, like as I was saying, uh, that's what I already said is that this argument, this uh, question is going to produce a long argument and we are not going to end it. Mm. Um, looking at what Guardiola has done over the years, so many of us will say that uh, okay, Guardiola is the goat of all managers because mm. of everything he has done. Talking about money management, as you have talked about, his gameplay, his tactics, his trophies, he has everything to show for it. And, and mm. everywhere he goes, he has something to show for it. He has tasted three different leagues. Three different leagues and he has dominated. Even the almighty Premier League that people are saying that, okay, it's difficult. Even Ferguson said Guardiola will find it difficult to perform in the Premier League and he has, he has, he has, he has disappointed everyone in, in, the, in that in that terms. And look, and um, I will want to say to the question, whether Guardiola is the goat of all managers or not, I will say that Guardiola is <laughs> the goat of all managers. Thank you. Opsi. Okay. <laughs> Opsi. Oh, yeah. No. Um, actually, I will agree with everyone else. There is points in this thing. These arguments. Everybody just, you come to your own side, you come to your own mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coming from my own angle right now. Actually, he's not, we cannot say he's the good. You know, this is, from our own perspective, when we see, when we look at the amount of money this Gardella has spent mm. to achieve these things, mm. now when we now compare it to the times when Mario was dominating, was doing those things mm. then, and you now see it, okay, we can argue that. I'm already, punching, I'm, I'm already punching holes in your argument right now. <laughs> You, are you sure you want to go there? I'm already punching holes inside. <laughs> okay, ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me let you land so I can get your point. Mario spent money too, but it's not up to Gadola now. Let us be factual. The market is different. It's different. It's not about the market, is different. No, you can't compare the The market is different, Market is different, but this man has been spending for the past like three to four, five years now. Okay, now. He came to Man City. This is like his fourth season or fifth. 
to win one Champions League. Who told you that I came to Man City to win one Champions League? <laughs> hey, he came, he came. It, Were you there? Was that what they told you that it's Champions okay. League or nothing? We, oh, oh, okay, we let's see. Even this is time I buy a league, was it Champions League or nothing? We were not there now. We didn't see the contract. But, but it should be part of it. Actually, because we know that Bayern has already been dominating the league. Don't let us divert. Let us stick to the question. So, as far as you are concerned, it's, it's not, not the good. good. It's not the good, actually. Okay. There's an argument. Because, because, it, because it's spent only too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of the reasons. No, Allah. Say, I'm yeah. interested in what you have to say, though. No. When it comes to this, don't be shy here. Don't move, move closer to the mic. Move closer to the mic. When it comes to this good debate, okay, it will always be subjective. Mm -hmm. And let me just start from where Officer actually started. If we are being honest with ourselves, aside from Man City, you look at Guardiola record. He has not really been spending up until he got to Man City. Mm -hmm. You look at him at Barcelona when he was using the La Masia. I think the, his biggest transfer then should be that of Cespedes. Latter. I think it was Latter. Either of them. So, and up until I think ba ba Barcelona starts this excessive transfer after he left, actually. Mm. Because up until 2012, when he left after that defeat to Real Madrid, yes, I don't think they got to Neymar even after he left. I don't think Gadela was actually spending excessively compared to other top managers in Europe then. Then when you look at Bayern Munich over the years, even Bayern Munich, I've not seen Bayern Munich get a player as high as 70 million. Mm. That's, that's just to show you their spending record now. Mm -hmm. These are teams that actually don't spend much, but getting to Man City, he just have to up his game. It's the league where they spend money, yes, so he's spending it's, it's money. It's in a league where by money is no... always spent, mm. and he has come to this league, he has done the needful. Don't let us go there. If he spends money, Salex no, spends money. Into what smart but then, said also. But then, let's remove money because, see, you have to spend money to even be at the top echelon of the but game. But he spends the most money now. No, is he the goat of goat manager? When it comes to talking about goat, I have never for once and I will never pinpoint a good when it comes to manager. Yeah. And the reason is simple. What about players? I can do that because <laughs> okay, irrespective, why we always do that for players is because they are playing the same, irrespective of the style of football they are playing. Mm. They are always level on the field and you just have to be exceptional mm. among 22 players on the pitch. Mm. So a case can be argued, but when it comes to manager now, we have different brands of football mm. that this manager tends to tackle. So when we talk about goat managers, we have to look at the brand of football these managers are playing. Mm. Because as far as I'm concerned, my personal goat now is Carlo Ancelotti. Mm -hmm. Any day, anytime. You look at his brand of football, nobody plays it better. But you look at the Gardella brand of football also, which is actually very hard to pinpoint because it's always revolutionizing. But when you talk about this brand of football, is it good? Probably yes. It can be good because nobody does that brand of football better than him. But when we talk about football generally, I don't think there can ever be a... Because even some, some will always argue to you that the way Azevenga tackled football and managed us now with those young boys, against Kabiago for him that it's, all, it's, all, it's also... He played the Guardiola thing then and he, he scared him. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Mm. The Guardiola team the filled, and filled with superstar and the Arsenal team they're filled with academic yeah. products. Yeah. So a case can also be argued for someone like Asevenga that is the goat of all managers. Mm. So when we are talking about this goat of all managers, we actually have to like 
put what we what we should be putting in the contest is their brand of football now. Mm. You look at even I think for most of these managers, if they want to pinpoint their goal of managers, I think 60% of them will lean towards a certain Juan Cryoff who actually changed the way yeah, football yeah. generally is played till now. So when it comes to talking about the goal of manager, I don't think there's any good as far as managers is concerned. Mm. You guys have sure managed not to answer this question one way or the other and I actually don't want to get into it because I still have a lot of stuff I want to discuss with you guys so I will let it go I will let it go I know grill but I will let it go I will let it go but then the, 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 the reason I asked um, the reason I asked the reason I asked the question is very very simple and, um, for people that actually really know me know that I don't really like Guardiola it's a personal thing for me uh, maybe from the days of the Chelsea-Barcelona rivalry and he's in the opposition dockout and they're just so good and referee get to favor them is a plus so they pay me, I know you like him I didn't get to see how good he really um, is then so then I'm always like let him come to the Premier League and prove himself let him come to the Premier League and prove himself I've seen a lot of managers play football um, I'm very partial to Jose Mario very very partial to Jose Mario I, 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 like, I like to win I'm not, I'm not interested in your style of football, just win matches for me. <laughs> but when you win and you win well, there's a reason Roman Abramovich wanted us as Chelsea to start playing that way. Despite the fact that it was winning, it was not enough. That was where they started buying the likes of Hazard, Kevin De Bruyne, all those players then, you know, Salah, you know, they wanted that style of football. Wamata got even Andres Villas-Boas. You know, to play that style of football. Yeah. Get. Because it's not enough for you to win. It's enough for you to dominate and play very good football. And I think that was one thing that, like you said, gave Asenvenga the, Asenvenga the edge, you know, in doing what he did well. She understand. I just like to win. And um, what he did, what he has done in England, I'm sorry, I think he, he just, um, I have to respect him. And uh, when it comes to good manager, I, I really can't. The only thing that's left for him to win now is the World Cup. <laughs> to be to officially say he's the goat of goat managers. If he wins the World Cup, then I will, anywhere I go to, I shook in your eye and I tell you he's the goat of goat managers. And it's just that for me. Because if he's, he's done it all, he's spending well. Let's look at the amount he's buying play, apart from Jack Grealish. And that Jack Grealish is, Jack Grealish is because of the clause in his contract and he just had to pick. But then he's buying well. Fine, he spent 60 million for Calvin Phillips. But then sometimes you are not allowed to get it right. Now only you they do football for. You understand? <laughs> uh-huh. So you are allowed to buy. Come on. How much did he buy Bernardo Silva? How much did he buy Carl Walker? At the time it looks like stupid money. But now it's looking like a bad game. How much, yes, how much did he buy Gabriel Jesus? How much did he, how much did he buy Julian Alvarez? Come on. So let us say the way it is. Let us give him his onions. And even if you are saying he spent money, he spent well. She understand a lot of teams are spending money and alpha nothing to show. Chelsea, Chelsea, Harry <laughs> Maguire. She understand. So, 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 like, like you, like you guys said, it's not fair when we start this conversation because it comes from different angles. Yeah. I will not leave here. So let's just move forward. <laughs> Moving on. Um, uh, Barcelona and Nigeria striker Sisa to show that these players that will be inspired uh, by the financial rewards FIFA is putting in place for the Women's World Cup. That each player will receive at least thirty thousand dollars from the tournament with all 33 members of the winning team guaranteed $270,000 as part of a $110 million total prize pool. Now, five-time African Player of the Year, Oshuala says the fund is going straight to the players rather than the Federation is a major step forward. Now, member association will also receive increased funding based on performance with the winner taking home $4.29 million and delegations earning $1.56 million for participating in the group stage. 
an additional $1.87 million and $2.18 million is available for federations in the last 16 and quarterfinal respectively. FIFA also made it clear to national federations that he expects the amount, to re the amount retained by member associations to be reinvested in their footballing activities such as coaching staff, grassroots projects, youth national teams and women's football capacity building programs. Now, reigning African champions South Africa are joined by Nigeria, Morocco and Zambia at this year's tournament co-hosted by Australia and New Zealand. The World Cup starts on July 20th and Super Falcons appear with Canada co-host Australia and Republic of Ireland. Let's start from first things first. The money, they are, so all those other players are going on strike, they are not paying them, it's going directly to them. So that takes that out of it. Good thing. We can all agree it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh yes, excellent. I mean, we can all agree. This one I want us to use a comment. We can all agree. It's not as if they are paying it to our account. They will now say, yeah. It's good. It will motivate the players now. No, <laughs> apart from even motivating the players, you know, the I mean, the football federation of of any country that is, I mean, that used to be involved in those, you know, shenanigans in those. This is the women's football. Don't don't work up for women football. Now. I mean, they don't get to disgrace themselves and disgrace <laughs> their country anymore. Now well said. That, uh, well I, said. I mean, you know, and uh, I mean, we also know that the players will now know, knowing fully well that their money has been catered for by FIFA. Mm. You know, they can fully, hundred percent, focus on what they've gone to that tournament to do, which is playing football. You know, without thinking that someone, somewhere. Well, perhaps even if they are going to pay their money, will not be changing them. Mm. You know, it is an excellent development. Mm. So no arguments here. Yeah, tackle him now. <laughs> Obviously, know, tackle, no, tackle no, your no, goats no, now. Gonna gonna days when you watch the female football now. You watch the female football yeah, and, you and, football. and you see the, the stadium being scanty. Yeah. You look at the female football now, the stadium is always sold out. So it's always bound to happen that people start taking action and giving this players more motivation and incentives mm. to actually make them play well because as it stands FIFA is actually seeing more money compared mm. to them mm. so the, the action was always going to come but then the member associations will be getting a lot a lot of money as well but then let us focus on our NFF now and they said this money is going for football activities such as coaching staff um, grassroots projects youth <coughs> national teams and women football capacity building programs you know, can I, this be achieved no, in Nigeria? I mean, I wish Olalekon is here, you know, I mean, and, uh, you know, listening to this now, you know, if you can remember very well, you know, we we're talking about a certain thing that they said that CAF came up with all, all, I mean, clubs qualifying for you, I mean, CAF Champions League having female, I mean, female football clubs and all of that. And I mean, and I was saying that is not the way, you know, to develop uh, football. football. Uh, in fact, football generally, that is not the way you know to develop football. And I was trying to refer him back to FIFA Go project. And now we've seen that if you, I mean, if you are bringing money, you know, to develop football, you have to focus on the coaching staff and on grassroots development. And you don't expect a football club, you know, or to go to the grassroots. As if they are going to do it, they are going to do it for their own selfish gain and interest. But if you want football to develop generally in a country, you have to involve CAF, FIFA, and the, I mean, I mean, and the football federation of that country. So for me, this is the way to go about it. The question you are asking now yeah, is that, I want to, I want you know, to localize is if it will happen. You know, uh, will this money be used I for mean, the specific projects? I mean, purpose Nigeria. that they want I mean, to use it for, for me, in Nigeria. For me, I think this. I mean, it is. It's a lot of money. No, it is a dollars, lot of money. Dollars. You know, uh, uh, but then I think it still boils down to FIFA and what they really want. 
the I mean the football federation of a country, you know, to achieve with this money. How do they money to all I these mean, people? What are the things in place? Enough, I mean, it is just not enough of far, you know, to give this huge amount of money mm-hmm. to the football federation. You know, you have to monitor it yeah. and make yeah. sure that yeah. they spend this money judiciously yeah. to where you want them yeah. to spend it. And at the end of the day, you know, we have to achieve results because. If you look at our female football in Africa now, we are no longer at the enviable position where we used to be, you know. Countries like South Africa, Morocco, you know, they caught up with us. And South Africa are even almost leaving us behind right now. And we have to get it right once again. There's no doubt that, that, that I mean, we have more talent than all of this country. But if you are not putting money into the right places, then you will never achieve results. Mm. So it's all good. It's all good. No, guys, come on now. When, it's all good. When, when it comes to Nigerian football generally, we all have a different opinion, and that's the opinion. And with what we've seen of the Nigerian football federation over the years, we all have this belief that they won't do things the way it should be done. Exactly. But that's my fear. When I yes, saw this, I had to bring it on air. From what I've seen from this current administration so far, if I'm being fair with the administration, though it's early. All indication is that they will use this money in the proper way because you look at the way they've actually handled the, the football matters in Nigeria now from the under 17 to the other, even to the league now. They are trying to change the scope of things, which we hardly see over the years. And now, so people are doing this, and I know before people can actually do this, there will have been a sort of check and balance on how this money has spent. So I'm coming down to an administration that are even trying to take things to another level before even FIFA came in to do all this thing. I think the Nigeria Football Federation and we use this money as FIFA has ordered them to. Mm. Should just give them the benefit of the boy, obviously, do you think NFS just, can actually utilize this money? Just one way. statement concerning what um, Desmond and yeah. uh, uh oh, said. Yeah. Oh, long, bo, jo, you might say that these people are, are doing well presently, but when money comes in, where they allow to enter, this is where they are. Where they are, 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 where they into 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 play in some things. A lot of things will yeah, change. Yeah. A lot of things will change. Okay, all of us might be friends now. Talking, gisting, but when money enters in, in between us, Dabo, <laughs> everywhere is scattered. Women's football capacity building programs. They were specific, but. <laughs> See. Okay, we'll be here. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's. That's just it. That's just yeah. We'll be here. We'll be here. <laughs> I, I'm actually interested in this and I'll be following up on this. <laughs> Thank God. Next month, the, the World Cup will be starting, so we'll, we'll know more. But then, uh, football is not over. Football is not over. Um, the Nation League um, return. Um, tonight, and uh, semi-final. Tonight, semi-final. We see Netherlands um, play. They will battle Croatia. Right tomorrow, um, the other semi-final. Spain go head to head with Italy. Um, we we criticize um, the introduction of the Nations League and all that. But whether we like it or not, it has been interesting. I remember the um, first maiden edition being won by Portugal, and the the, the last one was won by France. And um, now, you know, France are not even there, Portugal are not there in the last four and all that. So we get to see a new champion this time around. But then these countries, these nations, they take this, um, especially when they get to this, um, they take it really, really serious. I remember the last one that France won 
and it was very very interesting it was a combination of mbappe and uh, what's his name um, benzema, benzema yeah. um that won them that that trophy and all that so what should be expecting from this nation's league semi-final interesting tie though croatia um they got to the semi-finals of the of the of the last world cup so they've always been a force in the last um what four six years in, in europe and in world football so don't take them for a joke netherlands let them just win something <laughs> we want them to win something that as a nation because because this this is a nation that have produced or are still producing wonderful footballers talented footballers all over um don't even let us talk about spain and italy there's nothing to say anymore so <laughs> what should we be expecting from the Nations League semi-final? Um, guys, l- let me take you um, no, this way. Uh, the, the, the Nations League as a whole now, over the years since it's made in addition, I think the most consistent team now has been Croatia. Yep, yep. They've always been getting to well the semi-final said. and even one deserves to win this edition of the Croatia of the Nations League is definitely Croatia for their effort over the years, both in major tournaments now, be it the Nations League, the Euros, they've been there. So if anyone decides to win the Nations League, I think I'll be waiting for Croatia. Mm. And for Netherlands, I think <laughs> Netherlands is just, maybe I should call them the junior brother of England. They always <laughs> produce the talent, but when it comes to living on the biggest stage, they tend to fall tight. So mm. for Italy and Spain, it's just the battle of the old guns. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even looking forward Obviously, to the game. Netherlands, Croatia, Spain, also Italy. Who wins the Nations League? Who gets to the final? <laughs> actually, it's, it's promise of fun, actually. The Netherlands Croatia game. I'm looking forward to it tonight. I'm looking forward to it tonight. Yeah, uh, about an hour now. Um, I want to see. Actually, I want to see Croatia win something. Actually, they've, uh, along the years, it is not only Nations League. When we check the World Cup, check. Um, they've had that consistency. Yeah, this is their golden generation of players. Yeah, they are facing out. They are facing out. I want them to win something. Like of Modric. Like of Kovacic, at least. Let them have something to... And that Liverpool player, Lovren. That former Liverpool player, Lovren. Let them have something to show for the this, this, you know, this form, that they've, this consistency they've had over mm. the years. So actually, I'm rooting for them to win. Mm. Um, Netherlands, for Netherlands, well, they have talents actually. So they we have another talent. Can only get you far. <laughs> can you get you far the life? Um, Debuy, um, what's your take on the whole Nation League semi-final I, I don't competition have, as a whole? I don't think I have much to say. If I'm to start saying things, I'll be repeating what uh, Smart Team and uh, Columbia have said. Though um, we are seeing teams that are actually good in they are good in what they do. <clears throat> but um, looking at Netherlands. From, from from past years, they've not really been the Netherlands we've always known. They have they have this they have the start, but not not that good in the big stages. Mm. So I think um, Croatia will actually edge them out of the cup. Then looking at Spain and Italy, mm. God bless, God bless <laughs> the two teams. Because I can't say I actually I can't say that okay this one will go over the other one. Though they have stars that are really performing. In recent times, but um, let me just say that okay, I'm looking at it the edging Spain in that competition. Mm. That's what I have to say. Mm. Alright, um, um, just some um, give us a wrap up on what this um, Nations League um, um, footballing um, that we'll be watching from now to next week. Uh, there is no denying the fact that uh, uh, Croatia under uh, Zlako Dalish has been very, very consistent, you know, in uh, international, you know. 
competition like Smarten pointed out, but one thing also is the fact that even in the uh, Nations League also, uh, Netherlands also have been consistent in that uh, tournament as well. And uh, you know, don't forget that we're finalists. I think against Portugal. Yes, I, I think was it against Portugal or France. You know, and uh, and. Uh, but then they having a new manager in Ronald Koeman who didn't even, I mean, he didn't start the last uh, round of uh, international games very well. So I think we want to prove some points and uh, for the likes of uh, uh, Luka Modric, you know, they will, I mean, he will want to use this tournament now, uh, you know, as an avenue, you know, to get something for his country before he finally bow out of uh, international football. But then, uh, football is not like that. If you don't play very well, on the night, uh, nobody will want to give you anything on the platter of good and that. For Spain and Italy as well, don't forget that the Spaniards are also having a new manager in uh, De La Fuente and uh, Roberto Mancini will know what he has done with those Italian teams. Italy is actually a country that is not packed. Looking at how they missed out on the World Cup, no, this is I, probably I mean, an opportunity I, I for mean, them to... An know. opportunity for them yeah. you know, to put themselves back into the reckoning. And if you look at the Italian squad, they don't have this array of stars anymore. But, mm. uh, Roberto Mancini has found a way, you know, to I mean, to make the boys play together as a team and get results. You know, I think not qualifying for the World Cup actually overshadowed the excellent work that he has done with the mm. Italian national team Winning the Euros. in the last couple of years. You know, don't forget that at some point this team was, I mean, went over 30 games without losing any match yes. and all of that. So it's going to be very, very interesting. You know, tactical battles and all of that. And that we know that the Spaniards are actually not a team that scores tons of goals especially when they are playing against a i mean a strong opposition you know a, i mean it's it's going to be interesting especially tonight's match where i think the two teams you know we go out against each other you know uh but at the i mean at the end of the day it is difficult you know to always uh uh predict the outcome of a, a i mean a match between two uh closely matched opposition it i mean it's really going to be difficult but like he said we will be out you know to watch and see what these are uh, teams you know bring out against each other all right uh, before we get to the transfer stories let me just take this quick one uh brazil are set to play spain in a friendly uh march in uh, march next year 2024 as part of an anti-racism campaign in support for um vinicius jr uh, the game will be played at the santiago Bernabeu, and uh, which is the home ground of the genius um, club um, real madrid Vinicius um, was the target of multiple racist abuse in Spain while playing for Real Madrid last season. Now, is this enough? We are not saying it's a good, it's a good one. But then, will this really help in fighting racism? Will this really help? Will this make a difference next season when Vinicius Junior go to this same ground that was abused last season? I, I can clearly remember the uh, Wanda Metropolitano, Atletico Madrid, and at the Mestalla. That was the last one before the season ended at Valencia where he was seriously targeted and the Valencia one, he even got sent off in that match, you know. So, <laughs> is this enough? Because we want them to do something that will affect the whole racism thing as a, as a whole. Is this enough? I, I mean, you're asking if this is enough, but well, I think the right question is if this is the right way to even tackle racism in the first place. What does this do? I mean, the same set of people that racially abuse the player in question will still come back to that stadium, you know, to come and watch the stars that will play no, on the day. Probably, I, I, I mean, and probably something like that will happen again. I mean, I, I mean, I think for me, this is this, and uh, these two national teams playing to the gallery, you know, mocking themselves 
for me, this is not the way to go. We know that if you want to tackle uh, something sinister like this, we know what you should do. I mean, I, I, I mean, sanction the team, sanction the club, the player. I mean, the, I, I mean, the fan in question. I mean, we've seen it all over Europe where fans, you know, are fished out after perpetrating all sorts of manners of things, you know, in the stadium. Mm. Then give them a ban, you know. Stop those ones from coming into the, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, into the uh, stadium, you know, to come and watch, watch su subsequent matches. But you know, play. What do they want to achieve? <laughs> the process we go to where? I mean, to fight what? Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think I this is the way to go. They've just managed to arrange friendly for their national team so that they will not be idle on that. Uh, <laughs> International and to make money. I think you know the for, for for the Spanish and Brazilian football federation. I think what they are trying to, to, to do is make the best out of this situation by squeezing out the best money available for them. I think that's what they are trying to do because as far as I'm concerned, as far and as far as racism in football is concerned, if there's anything that has done to a certain extent very well to cope this racism issue, I think kudos have to be given to PSG. I think that's the team that have actually to a certain extent been very strict with this. I, we all saw them, okay. we all saw them fish at I think 27 fans now, back then in 2014 and since then we've not seen this uh, sort of scenario in the PSG camp. We saw them fish at 27 fans and actually have to send some of them to jail now. So I think the closest team and the recent Mbappe interview was actually overshadowed by his comments on him not signing a new contract, but he, had, he actually made some valid statement now about racial abuse now in football. He said, if a player has been abused on field, the only thing to do is for both players of the team, for both teams, both teams players to actually walk out of the field. Because you can't just say, we are playing, even though they are playing for money, but at the same time, they are playing to please these fans that have come to the stadium and enjoyed yeah. and enjoyed them. And now they are playing and you are booing them. So the best way to actually do this is for the players themselves to stand up for themselves. And not and not a certain Brazil and Spain thinking, oh wow, so there is problem. And let's just shoot this opportunity and arrange the match. And we'll probably just play some banners that they say no to racism. Yeah. And that will be the end of it. And, 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 and that is why I think that donate players, to some charities. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, and that is why I think that players that have decided not to take the knee uh, again, you know, are, I mean, are actually doing the right thing because we've seen that taking that. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, it doesn't stop all this one, you know, from going ahead, you know, to racially abuse these players. <laughs> Actions, they say, you know, speaks louder than voice. And uh, I think it's high time that these uh, league bodies and uh, football federations, you know, begin to take strong and decisive actions against, uh, 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 I mean, against racism. You said you wanted to say yeah, something. Yeah, it was actually about the knee. I, was, I, I wanted to ask that. You're a rebel naturally, so don't even go there. You're a natural rebel. That's what they do. You go opposite. That all day. So, actually, since they started doing the knee, what has it done to end to cope racism? What has it done? Nothing. All those things are just paparazzi. Send us racism. Send us racism. Send us racism. Send us racism. Send us Six month sanctions, one year sanctions, like fish that. out these fans, jail them. That's what I want to see. Which one is. When, when you don't get to have your fans at your stadium for a whole season, yeah. you will sit up. 
You sit up. Actually, I agree with you guys. Then, well, then let's let's just take um, this quick break. <laughs> I will come back. We we'll just do some transfers. Then take a few calls. Then we will leave this place. Don't stay tuned. Um, don't um, go anywhere. Sorry. Um, this is Football Extra on Empire Radio One Zero Four Five FM. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Football Extracts on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. I remain yours truly. I'm Jerry Afoma, the Jets one that I have with me. I'm Smart Saint, so I'm Call Me Up C. I'm Opta Boy, and of course, the Playmakers. <laughs> um, they've been killing it. Um, quick one, let's quickly get um, to transfer stories, then we can all be calls and um, we'll wrap up the show. Um, transfer windows um, for Premier League clubs is officially open. And some of the players likely to move this summer include Kylian Mbappe, Harry Kane. Victor Osime, um, Declan Rice, Mason Mount, Romelu Lukaku, Neymar, um, James Madison, Moises Caicedo, among others. Um, Real Madrid already completed a deal with uh, Borussia Dortmund to sign Jude Bellingham. Um, Lionel Messi will join Inter Miami, where Karim Benzema agreed terms uh, with Saudi Arabian champions um, Ali Tiyad. Um, earlier today, Real Madrid completed um, the signing of Jude, midfielder Jude Bellingham from Borussia Dortmund on a six-year deal. Uh, Madrid will pay one and three million euros for Bellingham in addition to various potential add-ons. Um, that could rise to 133.9 million euros. Um, Bellingham was named Bundesliga a player of the season as a Borussia Dortmund narrowly missed out on the final day um, on the first league title um, in 11 years. Now, I know Jude Bellingham is your player, so you should be running with this. <laughs> so, um, good move for Bellingham, obviously. Um, what should we be expecting from Jude Bellingham um, at Real Madrid? You know, I, I've always reiterated from day one that Rebellion is a player I've been following since his day at Birmingham. So they retired his jersey at Birmingham. Yes. People thought Birmingham football <laughs> club, they, they were crazy. But then I think so, it's, they actually proved it to be... It's, it's a player I've been following for years now. And I've always said it on the group and even among my friends that I don't see him going to any other team aside my age. Even when the talks of... Uh, Liverpool coming in must I, I I remember saying it then that I don't see him going to any other team aside Madrid because I I know that Madrid will go for him and when Madrid comes calling you don't want to say no to a certain Real Madrid and mm. this is a Madrid team that despite getting Kamafinga and Schwameni in recent seasons they've still managed not to not to integrate the young players and displace the like of the ever growing Tony Cruz and you know we know Modric can be evergreen and Casemiro is no more there so I think when I'm going to that team we actually usher in a new era and we start doing I think it will be better than Kamafinga actually because most people might see Kamafinga season as a very good season but as far as I'm concerned for a player that was gotten for 60 something million euros to come and play as a midfielder now but had to be retired to the left back that actually shows you how, how the, the, the coach was just looking for where to place him just to make him play now in the team mm-hmm. so i think for me personally he has been underwhelming mm-hmm. that's me so <coughs> so i think <laughs> barely i'm going to that team now is a step in the right direction for my and i see my boy balling as usual <laughs> uh, also he seems to have a lot of disagreement with him please yeah, but, step to the mic uh, actually it was about the Kava, kamavinga stuff actually Kamavinga, it's it's a really uh, as in when I'm talking about a player that is very impressive. You know, we're talking about a player that can play, not that is is comfortable, not in his natural position. We're talking about the left back here, and he has been good. As in, check his game, check his game. You see that he has been good in that position. And you're saying he's underwhelming to be playing someone not in his position and he's doing and he's performing to that level. 
no, no, I disagree with you. But then Bellingham Bell- 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 to Real Madrid. Yeah, actually, actually, it's a good move for Bellingham. Good move for Real Madrid. It's a good move for. You agree? Yeah, I agree with them. All right, after boy, what's your take on Real Madrid investing investing all that money on on on? Looking at the last investment they made like that, that was Eddie Nazar. It's a very good move for um, for, for um, Madrid to actually get Benyam uh, to their team. And if we look at Madrid, it's like Madrid is now focusing on the young chaps now. Mm. See, they are like building a future for themselves. So uh, I would uh, I, um, I would say that um, it's it's going to do well. It won't be like our brother brother Azar that came from Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I was just collecting I was just collecting pension in that team. It was it was it was just a, a pensioner. But um, I wish I, I wish Bellingham the best in that in that team. Mm. I, I I know it's going to it's going to he's going to keep up with the work he has been doing um, from um, Dortmund, mm. that's just it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Desmond, um, of course, with um, the aging Luka Modric and um, um, what's his name, Tony Cruz, Cruz it's only yeah. logical that um, you know, Real Madrid are getting um, replacements for them. And um, they've gotten um, Aurelian um, Tukameni, they've gotten Kamavinga, they have um, Federico Belvadi. And um, you know, getting um, Bellingham into the mix, what does it mean for Real Madrid going forward and also you know for them to invest all that money you know they've checked them um, they've listened to their scouts yeah. they've done their due diligence and um, they are they are positive that probably it will play well for them what does this mean for Real Madrid and Bellingham? Uh, I mean you know, first of all I think I will start from what uh saying about uh you know Joka Mavinga I mean I don't think uh, Ancelotti is the kind of manager you know that actually you know uh Put in players that are not deserving of playing time, you know, into the starting eleven. No, he's not that sort of manager. What what he has actually done with Drew, I mean, with uh, Kamavinga is the fact that uh, Real Madrid seems not to have someone that is very good, you know, that can uh, I mean, that can take that left back position and make it his own. And you know, for you now to have someone who has who is already a young guy who is established in international football in midfield already right now someone who doesn't even have that tons of experience now manning the left back of real madrid and doing it excellently well you know and shooting out someone like Fallon mendy and even uh i mean they had to shift back uh uh, I mean, oh, David Alaba back into the center of the defense. I mean, it tells you the incredible ability of Kamavinga. What this sign of the Bellingham has done for Real Madrid right now for me is the fact that they've managed, you know, how to cement their midfield for the next 10 seasons if everything goes into plan. We are talking about a team now that have Chikameni, you know, Kamavinga, Federico Vavade, who was not only shown to us that he can actually defend but who has added another part which is go scoring into his game and now they are now bringing in uh, a certain Jude Bellingham Jude. I mean who we know is not the big Jude I, I, I they are mean, bringing in the big Jude I, I, I mean it's not a natural defensive mean but what they've done is that already they have to come in they have Kamavinga who can actually sit deep in their midfield and then have someone in Jude Bellingham who can actually box play like a, I mean boss to boss who can actually like yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, I mean, you know, he has this knack, you know, for running into the, I mean, into the 18 year ball and scoring goals. I think for me, Real Madrid has done an excellent job, you know, and their scout department, I mean, their scouting department should actually be 
giving kudos. And now, to not be comparing this day to that of Eden Hazard, it's not doing justice to it because we know that Eden Hazard was actually getting to the twilight of his career when he made that his dream of to Real Madrid. And in his first few games, you know, it was, I, I mean, it, it didn't look like Eden Hazard was going to be a bad signing, but he was actually affected by one innocuous tackle that flaked his career through, I mean, his career in Real Madrid throughout. He never got to recover from that injury and that finished him. So it will not be doing justice, you know, to not be comparing the money because this is Jude Bellingham that is just starting his career and, and Eden Hazard that was at the end of his career when he made the move to Real Madrid. They are just what apart all right uh moving on uh, i think this is taking this this summer is already crazy we've <laughs> yes, seen some crazy moves already yeah. benzema messi uh what's it called even ngolo expected to join some Saudi side <laughs> and it's crazy <laughs> lukaku we are hearing crazy money <laughs> a lot of this but right now the bombshell is this it's Kylian mbappe um he said he wants to stay at psg for now but says he will not extend his contract beyond 2024. His current deal expires next summer uh, with the option to extend by one year. Mbappe says PSG um, were first told on July um, 15th, um, 2022, that was last year of his decision to reject the extension and official correspondence has followed to that effect this week with Mbappe saying the aim of that letter is to confirm what had already been spoken about. However, PSG are prepared to sell this summer rather than risk, um, risk losing him for free um, next summer. Uh, Mbappe also said the reports that he wants to join Real Madrid this summer uh, were lies. Um, Man United will lead the race to sign Kylian Mbappe from PSG if the club is taken over by Sheikh Yassin bin Hamad Haotani. While Chelsea also expected to register an interest in Mbappe after the striker told PSG he did not want to extend his contract with them beyond 2024. Now Real Madrid, meanwhile, they are keen on signing Mbappe this summer, which will improve Tottenham's chances of keeping Harry Kane, who has also been linked with the Spanish giant. However, Hurricane's representative have also met with PSG um, officials. Now, this is like. Adevul, <laughs> 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 please just jump on this, Abe. <laughs> I mean, I think we all know when Mbappe signed that uh, incredible deal with PSG, we all know that the more, I mean, the one year extension that was in his contract was never going to happen. You know, we all know that at some point, you know, in, I mean, this is current day, it will join Real Madrid. And I think for me, I don't see Mbappe joining any other side, you know, than Real Madrid. All these things that they are talking at the beginning of this season, that is if PSG doesn't want to lose him for free. Next season, which they've already come out, you know, to say that they will not be prepared to lose him for free. What this does is that they are not going to get the money that Real Madrid offer the one year ago, they are not going to get it anymore because right now they are the one that wants to sell mm. their player because they don't want him to go for free. And mind you, Real Madrid having lost a certain Karim Benzema, no need to bring someone you know back into their attack. And we know that I mean, having that money, you know, to buy these players is I mean, is never going to be a problem. For Real Madrid, you know, do know. I mean, they know how to get the funds, you know, to get the players. And I think for me, I don't see how uh, Mbappe, you know, will leave uh, PSG and wants to focus on a certain thing, you know, that is not even going to guarantee him the chance of winning the Champions League, you know, anytime soon in Real Madrid or Chelsea, you know, or Liverpool. And uh, mind you, we know Liverpool don't even have that money. But, <laughs> but then I heard that they said that. Uh, uh, I mean, I saw something that they said that uh, he is dreaming of playing for Arsenal and all of that. If he wants to go to Arsenal, he should go. But then I don't see any other club, you know, getting Mbappe this season. 
hotter than Real Madrid. Mm. Um, boy, um, <laughs> Kylian Mbappe, um, if you look at um, this thing, I think he signed this contract last summer. Mm-hmm. And um, he said he told them that same last summer that they announced them two years, which is last, last season and this season, uh, with option of a next season. So, and he already told them that last year that he's signing that seal, I will not be extending. So, coming out this summer is like a um, reminder that seal, I'm not extending that additional one year. So, it's just that last season and this season that is coming that I want to play um, next season that will be available for free. So, he's saying it now so that when that next season comes, it doesn't seem as if there's issue now. PSG are saying is either extends this summer or they sell him for free. He's saying he wants to remain. A PSG, PSG and go for free, go free. <laughs> and um, PSG this time around it, they have been in these shoes and they have been in this position before and um, they don't want to be they want to make some money back they signed him for 180 million euros if I'm not mistaken and um, they'll be looking to recoup some, some, some at least even if it's 150 back um, uh, this summer um, how, how do you see this whole saga playing out um, boy? Um, anyways um, I, I'm just seeing um, PSG as um, like they have these assets and they, are, they don't want the asset to go just for free. So they have to make They money. are ready to sell. They, are, they, are, they have to make money, any amount on these assets. That's what is doing them. Look at the performance of Mbappe this season. Assuming any club wants to buy him, assuming it's not, it's not towards the end of his um, um, contract, if any club wants to buy him, there's no club that will, there's no club that will buy Mbappe lesser than 100 million. In the transfer market. Mm. So PSG has seen this thing that if we if we allow Mbappe to go for free, we are not making any money from this con- from from this guy. Mm. So it's better he signs a new contract now, and maybe towards the end of next season or during the summer of the following season, they can sell him or they bet they have to they have to sell him now and make money over his head. That's what I see them doing. And um, looking at it, Mbappe himself, I think he, he has already made up his mind from the contract he signed. So I don't he wants to leave. He wants to leave, but he doesn't want to leave this season. He wants <laughs> to end this season and go the for money free. Now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and go for free. But I I just hope that this um front and back about Mbappe will end very soon. But I don't see it ending anytime soon. Mm. That's all I have to say about it. Obviously, Real Madrid, Man United, Saudi Arabia. Money Chelsea, game. Liverpool, even Arsenal. When do you see Mbappe ended? Even Newcastle, sir. Mm. Mm. Actually, um, the sad truth there is that after Madrid, the most possible team can go to, can go to is actually Manchester United. Thank you. Be factual. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be too happy, bro. Actually, when we considering this Qatari stuff, this new owner, this everything, you know. When the money is in, the oil money, everything, they can buy this guy. Chelsea, we want him to come, actually, but for uh, not being uh, playing the any European competition this season, actually, I don't see they don't, any chance. They don't stand a chance. We don't stand a chance. It's not, it's not about the money right now, because I think we can pay. For now, we can pay. But that European, you know, if he wants to play in the Champions League, if he wants to play in... So last, last year, uh, Real Madrid. So, Madrid or Manchester United, actually. Madrid, Man United. Now, um, 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 Saints, let's say he goes to Real Madrid. Now, we've known Mbappe, he has seen himself that he's not a, an out-and-out striker. He likes to play off the striker, preferably from the left. Uh, started his career from the right to playing for Monaco. <laughs> so, I don't know this left term. But then, Real Madrid already have a Vinicius Junior on the left. So, what does this mean for Real Madrid's attack? Looking at the fact that they want to bring Harry Kane and even Ellen Haaland. 
in future? I think what we are trying to neglect here is the fact that Madrid might not even go all in for what's called for Mbappe now. Because you look at the profile of player that Madrid has been looking for. They are looking for players that can play in similar ways to Benzema, players that can bring in the wingers, which they already have. They want players that can actually bring in the wingers and <coughs> play of the of the striker now. Those are the uh, play of the wingers now. That's the caliber of players Madrid are looking for. But on the other hand, when Mbappe comes calling, I know everyone wants to get him. But if <laughs> you know, if uh, what's it called? If uh, the Qatari now, the Qatari owners, if they actually get to take over my you, uh, we've seen worse things in football. We might actually end up in the United Jersey. Mm. But the deal in itself reminds me so much, so much of the Chelsea Jebu Costa scenario. I built a different situation scenario now, but the same outcome. The 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 Mbappe interview has given has put has put a what's called PSG in a sort of tight position that they have the option than to sell than its actual value, which Chelsea did for Diego Costa. The same scenario, and if Mbappe has actually been an, uh, what's it called, uh, probably a South American player, I might have said, oh, the guy is all about money, just like the Neymar's Ronaldinho mm-hmm. of this world. But him being Mbappe and being an European, he's hell bent on achievement, which is why I think he repeat Madrid personally ahead of other teams. But my question is, will Madrid want to go all in for him after getting a certain uh, belly? Embarrassed them last season. Yes, he yeah, embarrassed them though, and after getting the certain, they, they already thought they are getting him for free. Or up until he signed that, he signed that. Uh, what's it called? When the French president comes calling, you, 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 you get called for you get a call for president. You know who that? From the whole president. Say say how far? In all of this, I don't see. I mean. I don't understand how Smarsen is thinking that Mbappe will be available in the transfer market and Real Madrid will not go for him. Will not go for him. We will not want to get him. Forget all that. I mean, forget all that happened between him, Real Madrid, and uh, PSG last season. I'm sure Florentino Perez will understand. I mean, Florentino Perez, being a season administrator, we understand the kind of prayer that the guy was put on to sign for PSG again last season. We are talking about a player that had, I mean, the president of his country and perhaps other world leaders from, uh, I mean, from Middle East, you know, being on this case, you know, were to extend and with this word that you will get your dream move in two or three years' time. So, see, football is not like that, though. I mean, it's not going to be like that. And forget the profile of players that Real Madrid were actually looking at getting in the transfer market in the first place. And that's because if you look at it, there is no player that is similar to what Mbappe brings to the table right now. And they actually need a goal scorer. And that was why they were especially looking, they, they were, you know, they'll be looking to replace Benzema. I, I, I mean, Benzema. That was actually why they were looking at players like Harry Kane who can easily you know transition into the team and they know that can do the scoring but now we are talking about a player that can score and as well as bring financial i mean i mean uh i mean what do they call this thing i mean it can i i mean it can i mean it can increase the oh i'm forgetting the word you know that i mean increasing the financial i mean in terms of selling jersey i mean i mean and all of that so i don't see See, I don't see where this goes. And Real Madrid have not even spent money already in this transfer window. What have they spent? They just bought a Jude. I mean, Jude Bellingham for what? We did not even know how much, you know, they paid 
as upfront. So, and we are talking about a player being available now because, like you said, if they are, I mean, if Mbappe is going to go now with this condition, perhaps if it is too much, it will be going for 120 million pounds. You know, I mean, 120 million euro. That is, if it is too much, I don't see how. So you see, and I don't see how Real Madrid, you know, will not come up with know, that money, with that money, and get the player that they've been on the street for years. Now, what does this mean for Harry Kane? Because he's practically in the same situation as Mbappe. One year left on his deal, um, he wants to remain in the Premier League to break um, Aaron Shearer's record. Um, at the same time, he wants to move, <laughs> and uh, Real Madrid are looking at him. But then this whole Mbappe thing has changed everything. But then United are also looking at him. Pochettino is coming back to England. He will be looking at him, whether we like it or not. They are trying to douse the whole thing. But Hurricane doesn't mind if they are, mm. after Tottenham are not going no, to the Champions League anyway. For, so, for Arikena, where will he end up? For Hurricane, I think for I, I think I've treated a lot of times already. For Hurricane, if he's seen an English offer on the table and he's seen Madrid offer, I can say Hurricane will pick the likes of Chelsea, Man United. Man United and even probably a certain Newcastle yeah. ahead of Madrid and that's because he wants that record for himself mm. that's the truth, truth be told but he will also move to teams like Bayern Munich who don't have a striker currently teams like PSG who will most definitely be losing Mbappe mm. and teams like Madrid just to get up the roster of Tottenham but all things being equal if that offer is coming uh, is coming to his table now he doesn't necessarily need to move to Madrid but he won't be short of suitors irrespective of the Mbappe situation mm. As, say, don't forget I think um, um, Tottenham said they are not selling Kane to any English club yeah that's another factor uh, see Jerry <laughs> I, see, I'm looking at this from different perspectives and okay. who said that Real Madrid cannot even get Harry Kane and I'm Mbappe at the same time? Mind you, you know, we know that Harry, uh, I mean, Mbappe has actually been complaining about playing the center forward position. Yes. So who Almost says that it is not, I mean, it is not a certain Rodrigo that is going to bear the brunt of Real Madrid having these two players. And we know that Real Madrid... I mean, Mbappe will play from the right there. That is what I'm talking yeah. about. He can play from the right, he can play from the, the left. And we've seen, we've seen Madrid go for a 4 4 2 diamond formation at times, most especially London and Celotin, where we see Vinicius <laughs> and Benzema actually playing the center forward role. So, Vinicius are possibilities. But then, like he said, that Adeke will want to stay in the, uh, I mean, the Premier League. We don't know what is in this player's mind. You know, and I am actually someone that has been questioned. You know, is uh, I, I, I mean, is ambition when it comes, you know, to winning things. Because, like I said on the show the last time, that see, at the end of the day, nobody gets to remember you so much in terms of being the highest goal scorer if you don't win trophy. Because your name will not be attached to one of the greats in football. See, there is no way now that you want to mention the greatest strikers in the English Premier League. You know, people will be referring to a certain theory only before even mentioning the name of. Alan Shearer, yes. you know, and that, I, I mean, maybe you'll be looking at that, we don't know, but all these are possibilities, but then, like I said, who says that Real Madrid cannot get these two men, you know, more for the longer term, and wow. more for, I mean, for just a short period of time, because there's no strikers, you know, in the mode of hurricane that even, I mean, that's in the market right now, and they might just want to plug that rope. Obviously, you agree with everything that's said. Yeah, actually, 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 I do. You've been agreeing a lot. <laughs> we we'll of time for you. We don't. We don't agree on this show. We we banter. <laughs> you just be that agree. You the former do. We'll quarrel. <laughs> uh, no problem. I think you guys have been spot on with your analysis so far. Uh, 
like you said, I don't see Hurricane leaving um, the Premier League, but then, um, like you said, um, the, the ambition needs to be questioned. It promises to be an interesting summer, though. So let's see how that one works out. But then, let's quickly switch um, um, attention to Arsenal before I throw the phone lines open. Um, Chelsea's case is. I don't even want to talk about Chelsea, but then it's a long summer. It's a case of how many players can they get out. But then let's talk about Arsenal. Terrific season compared to what they've had, you know, in the last 20 years, or in the last 10, 10 years. And um, they didn't win the cup, yes. But then they are looking at making changes in midfield. They've been linked with um, Declan Rice. They've been linked. They have they have a clear run at Declan Rice uh, for 100 million. Whether they can pay that money, I'm actually watching them. Whether they can really pay that money, I want to see something. Now, they said it's not enough. They're also looking for Moises Caicedo. And um, just before we came on air, uh, <laughs> they want Sky Harvard. Chairs now they play here. Are they on, on one or two? <laughs> Funny enough, I was, I was even telling uh, Olaf Lekon when he posted the message that, Are you sure this is from a resource until Fabrizio and uh, Austin? The Austin. I was just saying, wow, what is that? What is going on? What is that now? What is that not thinking like? How how do they do they want to really buy all those players? Or they are just you know showing interest like they always do. Because last summer they were not last summer they were linked, they buy. They make offer they buy. So they were linked, they make offer they, they buy. buy. This so summer you just not, link, link. Are you sure they want to buy all but those not players? As, you know, the, the players they were linked to and and the players they bought are not the prices are not that as as much as this. This ones. Mm. Arsenal has not been the spending spree type of um, Odogo spender. Yeah. They've not been the Odogo so spender. So I, I, I think I'm maybe, uh, well, like you said, we are here watching. Yeah. <laughs> we are here watching. We'll be looking at it. Because I don't, maybe, I, maybe with, with the trend of things, maybe they are seeing that, okay, we are performing. Yeah, we need to get players in. We need to spend. Maybe that's what they are looking at. I'm looking at the owner of Arsenal. Actually, most of his team, most of the uh, teams he owns, they are winning things. They want something, so I think they are bringing money in. So Arsenal too, maybe he wants to invest in Arsenal, so that Arsenal can just win something and bring money in for him. I don't know, but we are here. We'll be watching. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We tend to get carried away by these banters and applause, but the truth be told, the truth is that the form Arsenal has been over the years, it will be hard for any owner to actually go all out and spend that sort of money. Not all owners are all bully. To be told. And for us now, now, I think the last time they get this close to a Champions League spot, that was the season they had to break their transfer record and make that Nicolas Pepe signing. They said they don't want it, they want to sell him. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about him now. When they last made that signing, during the era of Unai Henry, they showed them that they can actually spend this money. If they have the manager, they actually believe they it. They said it's instrumental payment. Though. And oh, they got instrumental performances from is, let, let me ask you a question. You are can just, they pay 100 million? You are the owner of the club. And Jerry, Jerry, please wait. Sorry. You are the owner of a club. Your club has been performing. You've, you've seen the performing performance of your club rising. And your coach says he needs these players. And these players are, are out of your Lee. regular budget. Are you not going to go all the way in for these players? No, no. I think I think us I get what a small sentence. Us putting a budget on us now, now in general, that's where we are getting it from. It's because it's what we are used to. Yes, it's what we are used to. It's what we are used to. But you can't blame us. Even with all this used to, I think even during the Azerbaijan when they had this spend, they asked they still had to go all out as far as spending forty million for Sanchez for zero for them. You don't get. No, no, no. You guys still don't get. No, it's not like they don't spend money. Yes. Do they spend the money that other teams spend when it comes to 
And wait, wait, listen, listen. listen. Real Madrid just spent. Listen, no, listen. Jerry. Real Madrid just spent 103 million euros. Yes. Up until now, even when Chelsea spent 97 million Lukaku now, they had something to actually back this spending. They had the Champions League. You talk of Man City, they've dominated this. Wait now, now, and even Real Madrid, they are always having trophies to actually buy this signing. But you look at Arsenal for the past seven years. They are the All they one is FA Cup of ten million. You, I don't think it's up. I think it's one million. One million, one million tournament. And you want How them much to is go? Carabao Cup? Apo aside, aside. Uh, Arsenal found themselves in a place where they want to be, you know, being among the best, you know, in the league, qualify for the Champions League and all of that and that, you know, they were so close this season, let us not make mistakes of that and that, you know, uh, for a manager that has done a good job with these players, you know, all you can do, I mean, the least you can do, you know, is to back this manager up, you know, and don't let us forget that they were close to actually spending some huge amounts of money in the January transfer window. They were close with the Modric deal and they were close with the Caicedo deal. I mean, is. no, I, I mean, as well. And right now, we know that they lost Granit Saka and they know that, I mean, they know that to get this. Has kind, it been sold? I, I mean, it has not been sold. No, you already made no. the statement that you It is not official. It has yet. not gone. No. no. So it's still, as at now, it's still an Arsenal player. Oh. <laughs> Okay. They have not gotten money for his transfer. Oh, okay. okay. And even but, if they are going to get money, how much are they going to get? No. I think for me, uh, you cannot deny the fact that Arsenal actually have the money to spend in the transfer window. It is not as if they have a benchmark for I mean for spending money. money. And like you said, we've seen Arsenal. Direct question. Yes. Direct question. Do you think Arsenal can pay hundred million pounds for this? Oh yes, yes, they can pay. Okay. Because if you look I mean if I mean if you look at the transfer market, it is not like it used to be when I mean where you have to pay uh less than 30, 40 million pounds for player. If you I mean if you want to get premium players right now, you are going to play premium money and there's no denying the fact that Declan Rice is actually a premium player as far as English Premier League that's is the, concerned. That's the player. This is I mean, it. I, mean, <laughs> I want to see if, I mean, if it will still be stick. If Arsenal eventually gets the player that they want and uh, like, as we, like we've been reading in the media, Ateta rates him highly. Ateta he rated Jorginho highly. Alpha. We know that Jogging was just brought in as a cover. Yes. You know, I mean, it was I mean, it was not his first priority. So, so how do they set up Giorgio, Pate, Rice? How do they set up Kaisedo incoming? That is left for the manager to find out. I, I, I think now I, I don't do think Kaisedo is. I don't think they are going to get Kaisedo. I, mean, I think their main power is is very obvious. Their main power now is Declan Rice. Rice and Kai Havertz. Um, You guys have been listening to Football Extracts on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. It's been fun. Um, Let's pick a few calls before we leave here. Um, We don't normally do this. Uh, We did it last week because um, it was the eve of the Champions League final. No, no. 
no. Okay, we did it last week because we were, we were, <laughs> we were kind of like closing the season out. So we are doing it again today because we're just doing like some sort of um, summer closing. But then we go back to our number one hour, 5 to 6 pm. So the number to call is 0702 Number to send your SMS to 0802299 Hello. Hello, good evening, guys. Yeah, good evening. Who am I speaking with? Sir? Hey, how are you doing? I'm very well, Yeah, quick one, your contribution. I do see you. Good evening, Anyola. Yes, sir. Well, we can have a I'm not spending money, I'm not spending money with this. Okay. It is a piece, but then you can't compare how much you are time player at 2005, 2010, compared to the player, because you are going to be a player for now. And again, you can't compare 66 points then compared to 66 points now. Now, everybody has open mind, it's never too compared to any other players. Okay. Okay. Pays money on ground. You can't compare. Saying is the greatest of all time. I'm not the greatest of all time. So you are stay, you are, what are you saying? Is he the goat of goat managers? He is a goat. He's not. This man. Thank you for calling Eniola. <laughs> Alright, take care of yourself. Okay, the number to still call is 0702 We spoke about a lot. I feel free to jump in on any of the topics we've spoken about, and of course, feel free to engage you guys. I'm in the studio. Hello? Hello? Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with? Alright, Dam Larry, thank you for joining us on Football Extract. Your contribution. Thank you, I've been enjoying you guys. You guys have made my day. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. My brother, that's where we find ourselves. What can we do now? Yeah, they have the pedigree, they have the money. What can we do? Hey. So we are the white. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's crazy, it's crazy, but then we are here just observing them, so hey. Is it the goat of goat managers? <laughs> well, that was actually uh, <laughs> that was without awful. time. Uh, that was, that was we can be here for six days. Uh, yeah. We will be dragging this matter. Let's, so let me just let's never forget that even the 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 silence that up until now will forever be argued to be mm. one of the greatest of all managers. We are still dragging him. Yes, made he he, he made all his all his uh, what's it called 
imprint and implementation and sources most of his sources now mm. happened at the club he doesn't necessarily needed to move to other clubs yeah. for doing this thing so a coach not moving to other clubs for a coach or players generally sorry hold that thought hello hold that thought. yeah good evening sir who am i speaking with Edward. Edward, how are you doing, sir? Fine, yeah, nothing. Your contribution quickly. I'm sorry, Gatula. I think Edwards for calling into the show. Um, let's see if we can take um, two more calls um, before we leave this place. Um, you were saying something. Oh, sorry, let me. <laughs> That's the thing. You try to full lines of food, we don't get to talk anymore. Hello. Hello, Jerry. How, how are you doing? Good evening. Good evening. I am doing fine. I'm good. <laughs> winning. Yeah, yeah, winning. What's up? I'm fine. Oh yeah, I'm jumping now. It's up. Okay, now nah, I just shook my I just want to talk about the transfer with you. You guys are just giving all the good, good players to Real Madrid. Before of course, because they, they don't get football now. <laughs> don't, don't worry, don't worry. She, 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 she is almost, almost to take over Manchester United. So you want to win, you want to win 14 Champions League, Abby? Eh? 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 You want to win 14 Champions League, Abby? Hello? Eh, uh, hi. Hey. You want to win, Abby? You want to win over 30 league titles? <laughs> You've no, been on number 20 since 2013. No? I bet don't hear Madrid, though. They don't be anybody made to. <laughs> 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 yeah. Alright, but then, but then, I, I just pray, I just pray. Yeah, the Kaiser family. Uh, they sell it to, to your, your, to your sugar daddy. And just leave that love for that guy. I mean, for the um, Sheikh, you know. So, you want all your money? My, huh? You want all your money? Ah, we want to hear money. So, so that, that is just what I want. And um, and for Arsenal, for Arsenal, I see. I don't, I don't know how Arsenal want to do it. Maybe they want to break uh, Guinness World Records. Mm. They want to sign up and you guys are you guys are not nice on this show. I Thank swear. you very much. Thank you so much, Billy. Carry a while ago. You guys are not nice. Now um, we are going to take just one more call. Uh, then we leave this place. Uh, okay, yeah, you're supposed to be the last caller. Hello. Yeah, hello, good evening. Guys. Yeah, good evening, sir. You're our last caller for the day. Who am I speaking with? Uh, that's all right. Uh, this is Mr. T. Sir. Sir? This is Mr. T. I'm calling from Akure. <laughs> Mr. T, is that you? That's right. That's right. We are in trouble. 
Oh yeah, go ahead. The way of Mr. Tio, if he ask you a question, run. They can't tell the fans about the show, but they got to talk about the starting team. The starting team does not have a you guys are. We didn't talk about Chelsea today, now. Come on. Yeah, you are talking about the subject. Straight into the transfer news. Okay. I think for what they could do right now is just do an Nkunku with the Mbappe. I don't know if you get me. Like they can put the guy like time down. They let him play for PSG and just get Harry Kane on the fly. You know, they did not think they are really serious about getting Mbappe. Okay. And for him, I think actually what what might be informing his decision is the guy has to wake up. You see, likes of uh, Eli Alan coming in and already you know getting Champions League medal now. Mm, I tell you, if that if that is not serious and is waiting for one president's call, oh no, they 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 get left behind though. Mm. Because PSG will not put him any direct route to the Ballon d'Or. Mm. That's if he ever that's if he ever wants that. Do you think you guys can pay 100 mil for Declan Rice? Quick one. Ooh, seriously, I see it happening because okay. they are going into the Champions League and it would be shameful for them hmm. if they are not showing up. Their, their, it would be shameful you know, the for them. We need quality. We need quality. We are not looking at 60 million of it. Yeah, yeah. If they are really serious, and they have no reason not to be. And nobody's even challenging them for declarations right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm contrary to popular opinion by those for the guys. I bet I did that my story, you know, yeah. you've been out of the country for like six, six years. Yeah. The, the guy dragged them back into the country. Thank you so much, Mr. T. Yeah, have a fantastic evening. I'm sorry that's as far as calls go, eh? As far as that calls go, that's that's actually the last call we can take today on the show. I'm so sorry if I'm not picking any more calls. Um, you were saying something before the calls started pouring in about um, being in the particular club doesn't stop you from being a good manager. So I was using Salah Ferguson's time at my United and all that. So I think. Uh, uh, you know, in, in, in as much as I don't want to delve into the greatest of all managers debate now. But to be told now, we can't actually use moving from team to team, which is, as far as I'm concerned, instability now. We can't use it to as drastic to measure the greatest of all okay. managers because this is something I did have up until now. I've never spent more than three seasons in a team, but all of a sudden he's getting to Man City, and this will be his fifth season. That's because he he is feeling comfortable with the backing and up. Exactly, and he's seen the money. And Man City seems to be the best team now to present him with the opportunity to actually become this best manager he actually wants to be. So I don't see a reason why him moving to mediocre teams, probably moving to a certain arsenal <laughs> or stuff to make him the greatest of all managers. Yeah. Stop please. Stop please. <laughs>
Uh, let me just run through this my messages here, then we'll leave this place. Uh, this was a good evening. I'm Daniel from Odell Road. Since football season is over, you can give us update on the new sports in Sweden. Don't be here. Sorry. Don't be here. Sorry, Daniel. Say good evening, sir. Samuel from Akure. The only respect I'm giving Pep is that he came to the EPL and did everything that is to be done. But other club, he has been winning things. Uh, uh, at has been winning things. Um, examples have you won the league and the players he have is not as good as what he had then. Same as Bayern Munich, they were dominating uh, before he came. Okay, I think I get what you're trying to say. Samuel again, that is why I will always choose Chirao 7 over Messi uh, because he did not come to the EPL. And for this money issue, hmm, there are still people like Emif. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nikobami. Samuel. Oh, Nikobami. Mr. T, from a correct evening, guys. So, Jerry, you go pack Chelsea fans full studio to come and review the just concluded season, and they all refer to a certain team disappointing them this season. While their darling Chelsea has been the biggest disappointment this season, imagine spending all that money and getting slapped around by a team like Southampton twice. <laughs> God forbid, bad Even the Man United fan there get mine to declaim achievement with that Calabar Cup. And Jerry, season never ends when that one done the swallow shit. Chelsea fans, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good evening, I'm Victor from Alagbaka. We LFC fans, as Liverpool football club fans, have no problem with Bellingham moving to Madrid. You will not have, he's not your player. Uh, but then it was obvious that we couldn't afford him. Um, like if we sign him, he won't be able to sign, we won't be able to sign other players. And FSG are still not willing to splash the cash on cheap alternatives. I beg, this Saudi team, she they know they, she they know buy players, me. Let them come and buy, let them come and carry Salah for 200 million euros so that we can sell and use them to help our life, Jerry. We too, we need this oil money, but I still trust Jurgen Club to make smart acquisitions and next season will be better than the recently concluded season. Good night to all listeners up Liverpool. You'll never walk alone. Okay. Samuel again. I beg, don't kill us for here. Arsenal case is like listening to a commentary on air. And after hearing goal, what you hear next is over the bar. So, as, <laughs> so you have said, let's wait and see. <laughs> Somewhere. Okay. Good evening, guys. Freedom from New Trafford. I don't just understand my United at the moment from the selling, from selling the club and going for the wrong players at the same time. Anyways, uh, may God help Ten Hag. And uh, for Pep, him, he don't try his own. He don't try on his own side. But not the greatest to me. Please, Mr. Jerry, why are you linking Chelsea players to Man United and Arsenal? Because they want to buy them now. Um, you're not too much, Joe. I greet you all. Okay. Um, okay, these messages are not complete. Uh, are not complete. Okay. They uh, say for Mr. Desmond, Boya, Ijakpa, and that Liverpool fan. I don't know. These messages, I don't know. They didn't come. Please, Mbappe should just stay and work for his oil money contract, Biko. Uh, freedom again and um okay that's about um okay uh, good evening guys okay 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 this is the sweden stuff don't come here for any sweden update <laughs> go to sweden yourself or use your data um let me start from boy um then uh, okay let me start from let me start let me go like this saint your closing take so we'll leave this place closing time you know, it's, it's been an exhausting season okay. and a very interesting one at that and now the season is over and we had our own end of the season <coughs> award being held on the group. So if you are still not on the group, you are definitely missing out. So now the season is over. You want to go through that boring run 
and just transfer news for the next two months and we'll be back again to be better next season. Mm. Alright, thank you Saint for that. Um, Opsi? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing now? Actually, big congratulations to uh, Murphy. He actually he won the um, best goal in Europa Conference League. Okay. He's completed season. Okay. So, what Nigeria? Nigeria is doing, they're doing well, actually, over, overseas. And Shukweze is not around. Alain is not in the camp here. It's the only mm, I think our match is still till Sunday, of Saturday or Sunday. Sunday so Sunday. So okay. we'll know more by Friday. We'll say we'll say more about the Nigeria match on Friday. They have come qualifiers yeah. today anyway, so you up, guys should just follow so. Up Nigeria, God bless Nigeria. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um the boy, let's leave yeah, Anyways, um I just want to remind Arsenal family. <laughs> 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 the summer is still long. It's still love. We got that day. Chelsea fans, we still got that day. <laughs> but Arsenal, you remember, we are watching you. Clarice, 100 billion. I hope you'll be able to pay. <laughs> Take care of yourself, guys. Thanks for listening to us. Really appreciate Alright, um, <laughs> shout out to the guys. Let's out to step out. So. I'm sorry if that's how we won't be able to make it back to say some goodbyes to you guys. But then that's all we can take on the show today. A supreme shout out to everybody who listened and participated on the show today. You guys are the real G's, eh? Um, for those of you that didn't get the opportunity to participate, I'm so sorry. I hope we did justice um, to the world of football today. Still, we appreciate everybody all the same. Big ups to my guest in the house, Smart Zay. Call me up, see. Adiboy, and of course, um, the playmaker himself for coming through. Don't forget to make it a day with us on Football Extra every Wednesday. I'm right here on Empire Radio 104.5 FM by 5 p.m. Talk about Talk Sport Return on Friday as well uh, by 4 p.m. for insights into that world of sports. I'm sure you know you can always promote your goods and services with us here on Empire Radio, and we are still located at Empire Building Number 1 in Fedjola, Arowolo Street, the BJ Philly Station, no show Kotile out adjacent Olufoma Makure on those states. So help us pay those bills, and we help you increase awareness about your products and services. I still remain Jerry Fuma, the J2 on the signing up. Do have yourself a fantastic evening. Bye for now.